Welcome everyone to the HSO Dynamics Matters podcast, your regular sonic dive into the world of Microsoft technology-related matters and much more besides. I'm Michael Lonnan, and today I'm joined by Durham Ladd and our resident field service experts and solutions director, Dan Snowden. And in this edition, we discuss what is fueling the technology advancements in the field services industry and what impact those advancements are having on each organization and how they're taking advantage to serve the needs of their customers better. So grab a brew, sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Tea or coffee? Tea. How'd you have it? Very dark, but white. Is that a Durham thing? Uh, well, yeah, probably, but it has to be strong. My <laughs> dad, bless him, when he used to make it, he used to only scare it with a tea bag. <laughs> That's a Northern thing. Coke or Pepsi? Pepsi Max, and I'm addicted to the stuff. Uh, <laughs> well, at least it's the max variety. Horror or comedy? Definitely comedy. Definitely comedy. Cloud or on-premise? Cloud. Used to be on-premise because I'm getting quite old now, but uh, yeah, I've had to fully adopt the cloud in the last few years and I love it. It's changing things, isn't it? It's really um, advanced a lot of people's use of technology, I think. Yeah, and I think, you know, when when you think back to you know yourself when you started back in the industry when you did you know you you can remember those times when cloud was sort of a new thing or didn't exist yeah. and you now try and get yourself back into that mindset and it's a very difficult thing to do yeah it makes you feel a little bit older though i find as well absolutely <laughs> which means but what um in, in regards to the discussion of today field services and sort of the advancements it's making what in your opinion do you think is is fueling that growth of field services software? I think fundamentally, you know, outside of any of even just thinking about field service, it's the customer expectation at the end of the day. Everybody's lives are changing to this whole version of getting everything as quickly as possible and and levels of expectation have increased. So I think that's the, the main driver behind everything. Yeah, I think so too. The advancements in technology when it comes to field services in particular has been about automating those field services. Why do you think that is? Why has that been a large part of the focus? I think it's because there are so many moving parts. You know, when, you, when you're trying to meet customer expectations and also organizational strategy, you're, uh, you've got all of these areas to think about. You know, you've got all of your resources. You've got the way in which customers can make requests of that resource and what it is that they're needing you to do. So I think fundamentally, you know, it's all of those different moving parts that if an organization is going to get all of the efficiencies it needs, automation's the only answer. How would they how would most organizations do it today then if they weren't able to use a more advanced technology to automate those processes? How do they typically do it today? Pen, paper, clipboard, Excel oh. spreadsheet. It's yeah. unreal. Still? Absolutely. The amount of people we talk to whose organizations are still dependent on those sorts of capabilities are unreal. I imagine a bunch of the, uh, a lot of the people doing listening to the, the podcast now are probably thinking, mm, yeah, in some degrees, we're probably still using some of those things ourselves. I would I would imagine so. And even, you know, it, it's, it's a little bit churlish of me to sort of say that everybody's in that sort of board. But in all honesty, there's an element of being on the scale somewhere between being fully automated and still relying on elements of the business that have pen and paper or Excel spreadsheets. And, and yeah, I, think that, I think there'll always be an element of it, even, no matter how far we take things, people are just comfortable in that. But um, it, you know, for, for a field service organization who is able to, to, to get um, some investment into new software, able to automate some of those processes, what sort of advantages does that give them? Well, I mean, fundamentally, again, it all comes back to that customer experience. You know, it's the, the ability to not only work out what number of resources you need, when you need them, starting to identify trends or so seasonal resourcing, for example, 
but also knowing that in order to meet a customer's particular needs, we could start to look at different types of resourcing as well, different channels that we can support for them to create their, uh, their issues, and really just starting to provide that level of expectation that they have and that your organization can meet. What sort of technology is coming through that we're talking about here that's that's helping um, field service organizations push those processes forward? Well, it's mostly automated scheduling in the background. So, right. you know, that's a that's a large focus for, for Microsoft, for example, in, in, in the current climate is to work out how to identify the, the, the best way to get those efficiencies from making sure that the right person goes through the right job at the right time. Um, and really uh, increasing those first-time fixed rates, but also reducing the amount of time you need to send people out. And that's where mixed reality's got a big future to play, I think, as well. Where do you think that fits in it? How do you think that's helping? Where can you see that working? I think it's it's one of those areas where at the moment a lot of organisations that aren't considering it are probably sitting there thinking it's just too advanced for us. But when you actually look into the use cases and and how we can sort of show a joined-up journey of, of field service and, and mixed reality, they can probably start to identify some use cases where they can think, you know what, actually, there is a case for that in our business and it's not necessarily going to break the bank. And, you know, especially with COVID times that we've had recently, that um, that pivoting towards using even mobile devices or, you know, more extensively, a HoloLens type device, I, I think there's a there's a real market for it in the in the near future. Do you think, uh, and I've seen a lot of the HoloLens demonstrations and it looks amazing, it looks fantastic. Do you think um, Microsoft are pushing to try and make it a little bit easier for companies to adopt? Because you look at it and you think, well, actually, this is so advanced. This is going to be so out there that, that it's going to be completely irrelevant to me. And it's probably going to be quite expensive. Do you think Microsoft are trying to change that now, make it more, I don't know, accessible? Absolutely, and that's that's exactly why you can get things like remote assist on your mobile device or your tablet device because they're wanting to make it not just exclusive to people who are willing to spend the money to get a HoloLens, but also to people who can get a subset of features, you know, granted, but they can still benefit from that sort of approach to providing expertise when it's needed rather than losing the, the time of all of those experts having to travel extensively to other locations. Okay. And for, for organizations that are wanting to invest in new technology, who are wanting to look at their processes and think, well, how can we automate a lot of this? How can we, where do we where do we begin? I guess it, the question for you is where would you advise for those organizations to start? They need to really work out what their main driver is, you know, what is the main efficiency they're trying to get. Because as I mentioned earlier on, you know, it's not just about resource scheduling. There are so many moving parts when it comes to a field service implementation. It can be thinking about, you know, what type of resources are we wanting to to work with in the business? What type of services and products are we wanting to um, utilize within this area of the platform? How are we wanting to engage with not just customers, but people representing customers in that sort of B2B or B2C approach um, and, and how even we can look in things like asset management and, and the wider scope in which all these capabilities are continually being released that can okay. benefit those areas as well. So there's there's so many areas in which you could start and then that's where a partner like ourselves comes in handy. Okay. And you mentioned earlier on um, that a lot of the, the driver for change is customer expectations. What, what do you think is fueling a change in expectation? Well, I think, you know, without mentioning uh, specific company names, I think there's one particular behemoth of an organization that have fundamentally changed everybody's expectation when it comes to purchasing goods or services and and how those goods and services are delivered 
um, and how you can consume it across multiple devices and how it's basically at your convenience rather than the organizations who provide those products and services. Um, so, yeah, fundamentally, I think you have to look at that sort of experience that is available elsewhere that is now driving the level of expectation. And, and that's really the beauty of technology, I think, that, that one or, or a small number of organizations and the innovations and the, the approaches that they're taking that is usually completely off the wall actually transforms uh, the approach for a lot of organization, other organizations. They just won't be thinking about it unless those you know, those other organizations change things. And the one you mentioned, which I'm sure everyone's going to be familiar with, there are, mm-hmm. there are many other organizations out there, the, the, the room booking and the um, taxi booking and all those sorts of organizations, they're just changing the way things are. Uh, Absolutely. Done. And if, if you know, as we mentioned earlier on, Michael, if we think back 10, 15 years ago, you know, all of these things were beyond beyond belief as to where they would get to. You know, I, I sometimes think back to what it was like being on a night out and getting a taxi and, you know, just having the queue in the, in the freezing cold weather in the northeast of England, waiting for an hour in a queue. Now, you know, you get you set up an account on your phone and within minutes you can see on a map where your taxi is and and start planning your evening around that and not even leave the room until you, your, your taxi's ready. So it's it's things like that that have completely revolutionized the way that we can um, achieve success with clients in field service. If you were to take field services out of this discussion, Many of the challenges and changes that Dan talked about can actually be applied to any business in any industry, such as an over-reliance on manual processes, including the old Excel and uh, pen and paper, being driven and shaped by customer demand, and adopting technology to meet those demands, technology of which is becoming increasingly accessible in cost and uh, in use, I might add. I recently read an article from US TV host Sean Plott, who said accessibility drives traffic and growth in technology which is a point that Microsoft has taken well on board as they continue to strive to make their technology stack more accessible to more people in more ways. And on that note, thanks for listening. Take care of yourselves and do continue to check out www.hso.com forward slash dynamics hyphen matters for more great episodes.